Our God is a missionary God, and we are His missionary people. You're listening to The Scent Life, the official podcast of the Center for Great Commission Studies at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Summer is here. It won't be like last summer when we were trying to figure out how to claw out of quarantine, but it will be summer nonetheless. The question we want to probe today is how to make the most of this summer related to the mission of God. So welcome to The Scent Life as we talk about how to have a missional summer 2021. Welcome to The Scent Life. I'm Greg Mathias alongside my co-host and colleague, Scott Hildreth. Thanks for joining us again for an episode of The Scent Life. We're winding down season two. Uh, This is our final episode as we head into the summer. And so in just a few moments, we're going to be discussing what does it look like to have a missional summer as some of our routines and rhythms change. Uh, But we just want to say thank you to our listeners. We do hope that The Scent Life, particularly this season, has been an encouragement to you, perhaps a help in your ministry. Perhaps you've even passed it along to other friends and colleagues. And so, again, continue to listen, continue to pass uh, word along, and please go on, subscribe if you haven't already, rate us as well. That really helps us out. And we look forward to picking up again later in the summer, just before the fall semester, we'll pick up again with season three of The Scent Life. So, Scott... We're coming. We're winding down. Not only for us, a school semester, right. uh, but also this season of the Scent Life. But I think it's important that we we utilize our summers. Oftentimes, we think of maybe sandy beaches. Uh, we think mm-hmm. of possibly travel a, 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 in some way. Right. And again, this summer is going to look a lot different. Praise God. Amen. Than last summer. Hallelujah. But today, we just want to kind of help our listeners. How can they live on mission even in the summertime when perhaps? some of the responsibilities are maybe lessened or lightened a little bit. That's, so, that's actually a great yeah. question. I think it's important that we, uh, as Christians, realize that uh, while our rhythms of life change, that God's mission marches on. That's right. Even when we were uh, locked down in quarantine last year, we tried to remind people that you can't quarantine the Great Commission. Yeah. And uh, if we move into summer, vacation. So if you are a student or if your job shifts gears in the summer, maybe your church shifts gears. I know uh, mm-hmm. our church, for example, some of our small groups uh, lessen the frequency right. of meetings, and the church meetings are different, youth camp and things like that. And so if we're not careful, I think we can make summer pretty selfish. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. while we think about other people, hey, I'm on mission, summer can become, hey, this is my time for vacation. And uh, we don't want to do that uh, as we think about God's mission. Right, right. Yeah, and for some of you listening, you're thinking, well, summer isn't selfish. That's actually my busy time of year. Sure. Uh, that's perhaps when ministry kicks up a little bit. That's perhaps right. it's events through your local church. Maybe you're one, a church planter or part of a missions team where you're hoping to receive people, uh, even this year as opposed to maybe last summer. Right. And But still, the rhythm's just a bit different. Right. Uh, kids, if you have kids, uh, they're out of school or at least less uh, less responsibility with school. Right. And so we really want to kind of engage uh, this summer on mission, but but kind of, I think, Scott, how you and I have talked, through, we just want to give some tips and some pointers, but ways to engage our head, heart, and hands right. as we go into these next couple of months. So maybe what's, uh, what's an initial kind of idea or tip or thought that you would give someone uh, to live on mission even during the summer months? Yeah, I think we talked about, you know, head, heart, and hands. So I think, first of all, we think head. Yep. 
we need to think differently in the middle of the summer. Right. Uh, our routines may be different. Other people's routines right. may be different. Yep. So let's uh, ask the Lord uh, to guide us mm. in the middle of this routine mm-hmm. uh, to you know to be to be thinking about uh, being on mission engaging people you know we go different places right right. we may go to the park more we may go to an ice cream shop outside or some cafe outside Uh, we may uh, go on vacation so we can do things so i think Mm -hmm. maybe point number one what is something that we can do Mm -hmm. think about our head uh let's is there a way that we can can meet new people so Mm -hmm. kind of set a goal for this summer to meet somebody, to talk to somebody that you may have never met or talked to okay. before. You know, we get in our routines. I don't know about you. When we lived overseas, we lived in Europe, We in the wintertime, it's cold, it's mm-hmm, dark. Mm-hmm. Everything shuts down, yeah, right? Yeah. And, uh, and we used to remind our missionaries that you use the summer and the warm months to prepare yourself for wintertime ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would think we want to do the same thing here as we move. The sun's out, days are longer, yeah. people are outside. We prepare ourselves for wintertime ministry when it's cold and dark and we're locked inside by the people we meet, by the things that we do yeah. when it's warm outside. So let's think that way okay. uh, as we think about uh, having yeah. a missional summer. Yeah, so I, I think that's a great thing. One, have a plan for that. Uh, who are you going to meet? Where are you going to meet them? I think also a, a way to kind of engage the head, if we want to break it down that way, is twofold. Uh, this is the time of year where you see, uh, particularly on social media, everybody's putting out their reading list. Good point. Uh, now, most people, if they're honest, they put out a big reading list and maybe only read a couple of those books. Two books. <laughs> but that might be something that you have more time to do. Right. So maybe think strategically. It could be a book or two that's just easy to read. Maybe it's fiction of some yeah. sort, uh, which that's okay. But perhaps in your unique ministry niche or right. an area of leadership you want to grow and engage your head, read a little bit. This is the time of year to do that. The other piece I would say, Scott, is within your ministry sphere, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like, oftentimes the other people you're connecting with, you know, in your church or elsewhere, their summers have shifted some right. too. They might have a, some more time. Engage them in conversation about strategy. Hmm. How do we move forward, maybe as a ministry or a church? How do we engage our community? So get other minds mm-hmm. around yours because you might have some more time to do good that. Point. So yeah. I would I would encourage that. That's good. I think you, you think about reading books. Uh, we have more time, whether it's a beach read or mm-hmm. outside read, mm-hmm. but also think audio books. Oh, uh, yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah, I mean, that's true. You know, over the last several years, one thing that I've really began to do that's more good. of yeah. is to use audio books. Mm-hmm. You've got long drives mm-hmm. or times in the airport, sitting in the airplane. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of audio books. Uh, either through Audible or yeah. some online yeah. resource, but most of the time your public library yeah, has that's a great free audio books yeah. that you can uh, you can download. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you know sometimes they're Christian books, sometimes yeah. they're leadership books. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be don't uh, don't just assume that they're not there. So take advantage of that. So head heart, Greg. We think about the heart. Yeah. Um, so kind of our soul, our relationship mm. with the Lord, what are some things that we can do in the summer to nurture our heart? Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, I think a few things, uh, none of this will be brand new, but but sometimes the summer allows us, almost like going into a new year, mm. it allows us to kind of maybe kickstart some areas. Uh, I would just put the framework, I often think of Psalm 23 right in the beginning where it talks about the Lord being our good shepherd. Mm. 
making us lie down in green pastures beside quiet waters, that there is a difference between recreation and restoration. Hmm. Now, recreation's good. I think you should do that. There's ample opportunity in the summer. We know that. But when we think about our heart, we need seasons of just being restored. And so sometimes uh, this time of year can allow that. So a couple ways to do that kind of focus on the heart, maybe restoration, is uh, perhaps go deeper in your Bible study. Okay. Maybe you've been reading through the Bible for a year. Mm-hmm. Keep doing that, but perhaps there's a book of the Bible. Okay. Or maybe there's a there's a theme or uh, maybe a sin pattern even okay. that you want to kind of dig in. What did the Scripture say, not just about maybe that attitude or this particular thing or this book of the Bible? What are some ways that I can grow to look more like Jesus? You just have more time to dig deeper mm. and perhaps study in some unique ways you might not have throughout the rest of the year. So that would be at least one area of the heart. And there, there's probably some yeah, more. No, that's what good. Are your no, yeah, I like that. So go deep in an area. I think another thing that I could, uh, I think that summer is good for uh, when we're nurturing mm-hmm. our heart, is mm-hmm. to uh, set aside maybe a day for prayer and fasting. Good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, throughout the mm-hmm. summer, maybe a couple of days if you if you have time to do that. It, it's not uncommon in the summer, you know. Hey, I'm taking a day off here, or I'm taking a, a down day here, an afternoon off. And so I think if we focus our attention on prayer and fasting, maybe one day. Um, let the Lord speak to you through that moment. Mm. It's a good way to process your past year uh, and just really think about what have I what mm. have I done? What mm-hmm. have I seen? The high spots, the low spots. What's God taught me? Uh, what areas am I struggling? And then think about committing the other, the next year to the yeah, Lord. What are good. some things that you'd like to do? I don't I don't think this should be just a strategic planning moment, <laughs> right. right? I'm thinking about genuinely yeah. uh, prayer, fasting. Turn your telephone off, your cell phone, right. disconnect from social media, yeah. uh, connect with the Lord. Mm. So just really spend a day in prayer and fasting would be a great heart model. Yeah, the other thing I would just add there, Scott, uh, we kind of mentioned this uh, leading into this portion of it, but uh, part of it too would be this is a good chance to to maybe reflect back on the past you know, three, four, even six months yep. and just what has God been doing? Give thanks to him. Mm. Maybe write some things down. Maybe send a note to maybe it's a missionary or another church planter or a pastor or somebody else just uh, encouraging them or just giving thanks. So I think taking some moments in that prayer and fasting even to just reflect. Mm -hmm. uh, And I do think there's an important element here with our heart, the things we've been saying. And this could bleed into some of these other areas. But take advantage and just rest a little bit. Yeah, good point. Sometimes the most spiritual thing to do is to take a long nap. Amen. <laughs> and so <laughs> sometimes you have opportunity for that, and, and we feel bad as evangelical sometimes because we want to get a lot done, which is a good thing. We need to be about the mission of God. Right. But sometimes in, in order to enable us to be more about the mission, be about the mission of God, we need to take some really strategic opportunities and just rest and relax. And so I think that can be a part of this time too, uh, as well, that really does minister to your heart at certain levels. That's great. Yeah, I think another thing, you know, we think about summer, summer's a great time to be outside, not yeah. inside. Yes. You know, I can remember when I was a kid, my mom used to say, hey, it's a pr- too pretty day to waste it inside. <laughs> and so then she'd kick us out. Um, and so we're going outside doing things. Yeah. So another th- thing that I think is we nurture our hearts mm-hmm. in the summer, take advantage of being outside, is to plan a prayer walk uh, in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you're walking, um, enjoying the, the outdoors, the yeah. weather, 
Um, walk around mm-hmm. and pray. Ask mm-hmm. God for some insight into your neighbors. What yeah. do you see um, in their yard? What do you see in their house, their mm-hmm. car that could spur the way you pray for people? Look for bumper stickers and things like that, <laughs> right? That could spur you how to yeah. pray for someone. Um, also, as we're prayer walking our community, it may get us a chance to meet people. No, that's right. Uh, not only are we outside, other people are outside. Mm-hmm. And so this could give yeah. us a chance to meet folks and, uh, and talk to them. Along with that, maybe this is a great time to prayer walk uh, a problem area mm. in your community. That's good. You know, there may be an area that's uh, suffering. There may be an area mm. that's maybe poorer, or maybe there's an area that's got uh, other social issues. Be a great time to go to a different area, mm-hmm. prayer walk mm-hmm. there. Uh, maybe do that with a with your small group, with right. a team of people. But just spend some time outside walking yeah. and praying. Um, mm. And uh, just let, let God lead you as you pray. Uh, we used to say on site with insight. No, that's good. And and real practically, you have more daylight. So there's more good opportunity point. to get out and do that. And, you know, maybe try something new like a prayer paddle. Get mm. on a paddle board and pray. I mean, well, well maybe that's not on. quite the same thing. But anyway. Just because so yeah. you bought a paddle board doesn't mean everybody has one. Um, and so, again, we want to engage our head, our heart. But what about our hands? Okay. How do we do that throughout the summer? And I think we've already alluded to some of it. We might even have some more opportunity sure. just because we're out and about uh, maybe around new people and new places. Uh, one thing that comes to mind based on what you just said, mm-hmm. Scott, this idea of prayer walking. Uh, if you're going to be traveling, maybe you're uh, going on a vacation, maybe right. you're visiting a new place or even family. So you're in a place mm-hmm. you're, not, uh, you're not around more often than not. Why not prayer walk on vacation? Good point. Uh, you could do that. And so that's a great way to get to know an area, mm-hmm. but also to see how God could use you, whether you're there for a weekend or a week or a month. That's good. Yeah. So a couple things we can just kind of maybe rattle off some some yep. uh, some tips or some uh, opportunities that people may have. So as we rattle these things off, this is not an all-inclusive list. Maybe this will spur your thinking. Um, but more than that, maybe it'll be a chance for you to set some goals for the summer. So, Greg, let's just give, let's say half a dozen or so, maybe 10, uh, 10 uh, ministry opportunities that our listeners could take advantage of this summer. So, I'll go first. Okay. Find a, an ethnic restaurant that you've not been to. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask the server what they recommend as a meal, because if you've never been there, you don't know what to eat. Mm-hmm. And then when the meal comes, ask the server if you can pray for them. Okay, good. Um, good. And then maybe that gives you a chance to go back a second time, meet the server, and uh, ask them if what you prayed for came true. So oh, this would be a way to good. kind of combine eating, being out, and uh, touching the nations for Christ. Okay, good. Uh, maybe this is an opportunity this summer, even in your own neighborhood, perhaps somewhere else in your community, but we might start in our own backyard, uh, finally starting a a Bible study mm. of sorts. Uh, again, it could be gathering with people that have questions about Christianity or okay. religion, or it could just be studying through like the Gospel of Good John. Point. And so why not start that Bible study? You've got some more time. You can sit in the backyard. You can have the grill going. Mm. Just unique opportunities that uh, let's utilize the summer in our own community. Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary exists to serve the church and fulfill the Great Commission. Located in Wake Forest, North Carolina, we offer over 40 degrees, ranging from a Bachelor of Arts to a Doctor of Philosophy. The Master of Divinity is Southeastern's flagship degree for anyone seeking to be thoroughly equipped to serve their local church through a variety of ways. 
Since 1950, Southeastern has grown its student body to more than 5,000 students who seek to minister in the U.S. and around the world. We believe that theological education is more than just building knowledge. It's about becoming who God has called you to be. No matter how God is calling you to serve, Southeastern will come alongside you and help you to grow in your faith and go to reach the lost. If you're interested in learning more, check out sebts.edu to find out how God might be calling you to go next. Use the code THESENTLIFE, all caps, no spaces, and Southeastern will waive your application fee. But we uh, challenge people to make a list of mm. your five closest friends yeah. and uh, ask yourself what you know about their relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, what are their spiritual needs, and then seek a way this summer to serve your friends mm. and with the goal that by the end of the summer, they are closer to Jesus because you've been in their life this summer. Okay, good. Uh, let's add to that, not okay. just your friends, but perhaps in your own family. Write down the names of unbelieving members in your own family, immediate family or those you might be going to visit that you do every summer. Mm-hmm. Write down, pray for an opportunity, and then trust God to have an opportunity to engage them with the gospel when you see them maybe this summer and you won't see them again until Christmas next time. Yeah, good job. All right, so how about this one? So many people have gone on mission trips over the past uh, years of their life. Uh, chances are most people won't be going on mission trips this summer. Mm-hmm. What if there was a way to take your vacation, whatever it is, mm. staycation, vacation, yeah. think one day, one afternoon from a mission trip perspective and ask yourself, uh, how can I plan this afternoon to be like a mission trip? Mm, maybe I meet like somebody that. you haven't met, tell them about Jesus, maybe contact a local church in the area, ask that church, hey, I'm going to be in town. Is there anything I can do to help support your ministry? Okay. Find a way for at least a day, maybe an afternoon of your vacation to treat that like a mission trip. Okay. Uh, use time this summer. Uh, pick up that new hobby, whatever it might be, but do it with a missional strategy in mind. I'm going to start this new skill, this new hobby for the reason to meet other people, build relationship, and share the gospel. Start that this summer. Good. So uh, for the last several years, we have, as Southern Baptists, talked about who's your one, Mm -hmm. uh, which is our goal to identify one person in your life Mm -hmm. uh, who needs to uh, become a Christian, maybe someone who's far from God and needs to move closer, somebody who's a Christian who's backslidden. So then ask ask yourself the question, what can I do for my one this summer Mm -hmm. that could lead them to faith in Jesus Christ? And then do something about that. That's good. Uh, If you're still... trying to plan uh, your vacation or to get away, why don't you reach out to perhaps a church planter or a missionary connected through your local church and plan a vacation in their community or in their area. Encourage them. Be a part of their ministry this summer when you have more opportunity to do that. That's good. This, what are we going to stump each other? The last one that can't answer That's one right. loses. We'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this one? What if you uh, send an email to your pastor and told him that you had a little bit more free time this summer and I wonder what was one thing that you could do to serve your pastor this summer uh, that would make and expand a ministry in the church that he's dreaming about and thinking about uh, doing the next year. Hmm, that's good. 
Yeah, I think there's many more we could say, uh, but I, I would just say one of the last things that might even kind of tie some of this together is as you have time this summer, as you're focusing on the head, the heart, and the hands, why don't you pick uh, a, a great commission passage, mm. commit it to memory, and pray it. Uh, pray that passage back to God every day and say, how do you want to utilize me? How do you want to utilize my family uh, to help see this fulfilled in my own community this summer and then perhaps in the workplace and maybe even among the nations? And so really focus, commit this summer uh, with a passage and praying that back to God. All right. How about this one? So uh, if you have kids, yep. uh, why don't we, you know, we always pay kids to do chores, cut the grass, weed the flower bed, wash the car. Uh, find something you can pay your kids for as a spiritual chore this summer. Maybe have them read a missionary biography yep. and uh, give you like a two-minute report on what they learned. Uh, maybe have them uh, research a, an unreached people group. You can okay. look on Joshua Project yeah. or peoplegroups.org, learn a little bit about uh, an unreached people group, and then maybe lead the family in a prayer time one night. Mm. So uh, anyway, we, 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 we pay and encourage our kids to do all types of things. Why don't we lean into the mission of God and uh, maybe get some missional habits for our mm. kids in the summer? That's good. You quit yet? I, one more. Let okay. me let me do one more, and then that means you got one more, I guess. <laughs> so why don't we do this uh, with our families? Again, uh, perhaps uh, you know, you're married, perhaps you have kids, or if you're single, you could do this with your roommates. Set some goals this summer in the sense of we do this all the time, but how many times do we want to try to share the gospel this summer? Uh, and, and so uh, we might have lists of people, but set some goals there, perhaps uh, engage other people in what are some ministries we can begin to get involved in, in our own community this summer and even next year. And so set some missional goals and then actually keep track of it and then see what God does in and through you over the next couple months. Okay. How about this one? So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to quit. So uh, how about this one? So, we, you know, when we were when we were overseas as missionaries, one of the things we used to do that was so much fun is uh, on the 4th of July, we would always do a big event. Now, we didn't live in the United States. And mm-hmm. so when people would say, hey, do they have the 4th of July in, yeah. they would name the country. We'd say, well, of course they have the 4th of July. Everybody in the world has a 4th of July. Yeah. It shows up on their calendar. But we found out that there were people, man, who were so curious curious about this weird American holiday, uh-huh. the 4th of July, that they didn't really uh, didn't know what to do. Okay. And so what if you found some international mm, uh, like students or uh, people who weren't Americans, invite them to your house for the 4th of July and do a 4th of July celebration yeah. uh, with them and, you know, think about flags and fireworks and everything else like that. And just introduce people, not just that you're trying to say, hey, right. America is the greatest place in the yeah. world, right? But it's right. a good way to meet people yeah. in your family. Now, if you're committed on the 4th, you've got family things. Don't forget, we have a 3rd of July. We've got a 5th of July. But just use that holiday hmm. uh, that That's everything good. stops and everything is a little bit uh, different to invite somebody who's not an American yeah. no, that's to right. experience that day with you. No, that's good. You quit? Well, I don't want to quit. We could keep going, but we'll <laughs> land the plane here. Uh, and perhaps, hey, to our listeners, you might have some fantastic suggestions. We would love to hear them. Please send those in. And maybe we'll pick this back up as we start season three on how do we capture the next year uh, missionally for God. But this has been fun. I hope it's yep. been helpful. I hope it's it might stimulate your own conversation in your own family or your ministry context. But God wants us to live on mission no matter what time of the year. But the summer, 
Scott, mm-hmm. you and I have just talked about, might provide some some new or some additional opportunities that we don't have throughout That's maybe right. the rest of the year. That's right. Man, we so appreciate you guys tuning in with us today uh, and, and really hanging in with it, the, both this season. This is the end of the second season of The mm-hmm. Scent Life as we are landing this airplane. We break for the summer. Our graduation will be this week. So we want to thank you mm-hmm. for being yeah. with us thank through you. this year. Uh, and and uh, for following along over the summer, we're going to replay several um, of the most mm-hmm. uh, commented on or most listened to podcasts. So hang on with that. We'll be back uh, later in the summer as our semester begins to kick back off. Let me ask you to do us a favor, if you would. Would you uh, subscribe to the Scent Life podcast? Mm-hmm. Just click yeah. the subscribe button. That way, when we begin to run some new. Uh, episodes They'll automatically show up on right. your phone or in your computer. You won't miss that. The second thing is, would you go in and rate or comment on The Scent Life in whatever application you're using to listen to The Scent Life? This helps us. Obviously, you know how these metric things work. The more comments, the more uh, more likes and stars or whatever happens, it moves us mm-hmm. up and other people can find right. The Scent Life. And so would you do us a favor this summer and just take some time and do that? It helps us out a whole lot mm. and really helps spread the word uh, for the ministry and for the podcast. Thank you so much for, for tuning in, for listening. Uh, as always, I'm Scott Hildreth along with Greg Mathias. And I uh, want to remind you, uh, even as we go into the summer, that our God is a missionary God and we are his missionary people and we live our lives sent. Mm-hmm. And so as we conclude this episode, we say the same thing to you. You are sent. <laughs>